Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Boost Mobile, where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. Buy Summer Skates personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today buy oxypow our chemical free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office jesse ray's barbecue at 5611 south valley view boulevard in las vegas whether it's the jive chicken sandwich or the double brisket we are the best in barbecue las vegas style buy m drive you're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA Division One in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos. An iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort. You make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv, subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of College Hockey Champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time HockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, college hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans, as it may be. This is... College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host as always, Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York, who survived Henre as uh, it moved through. Henre, is that what I'm – am I getting it right, Paul? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it hit Nassau County much harder than it hit Suffolk County. So uh, I was fine. Um, got a little windy, but not too bad. Um so, well, well that's good days. for you, and and the the rest of the Northeast uh, took a beating. So, uh, our yeah. thoughts and prayers uh, with them and everybody recovering and getting their power back and all that stuff. Uh, I could whine a lot because I've uh, I'm suffering from uh, not COVID, I don't think, but uh, well, that's good. Pretty close to pneumonia. If not, I, I'm afraid to go to the doctor because I don't want to know the answer. But <laughs> so if I fade out on you a little bit tonight, you'll How know. How would that be different than any other is. night? <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> By the way, and I know I'm biased, but I like that first voice better than the second voice you played on the little pre-recorded stuff there. Yeah, that that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm just we, saying. We're having a hard time affording that guy, but you know what? Maybe things will work out. We can afford to pay him, pay him a little more and uh, <laughs> keep him going. That, oh, that's he gets an paid awesome plenty. Don't worry him. about that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's, he's headed where? Law school eventually or what? Yeah, that's the idea. That's, that's the idea. Who knows? Okay. Maybe... Maybe he'll end up at the alma mater and uh, fall into the the Cronkite people, and uh, who knows? Yeah, you never know. He's got the voice for it. There's no doubt about it. He could, uh, um, of course, we're talking about Paul's junkie. son, Charlie, folks. He could if be you're the next political junkie. About. Uh, Charlie's what? Sixteen now? Seventeen. Seventeen now, and uh, yeah, that voice is uh, is going to be iconic. Speaking of that, 
We had yeah. a great voice on last night from Arizona State as well in uh, Josh Schaefer. He was excellent. Uh, so much fun to have Josh on. And the night before that, you and I had Leanne Blinn on from right. ASU. So I said, that's it. We can't have any more ASU this week or people are going to start getting really, really riled up with us. That's so, fine. Uh, I that's fine. I, I, I'll meet, let me make these two comments real quick before sure. you get into to, to the rest of it. Number one, um, our, my buddy Ron Hyde, who uh, used to work for CNN, uh, took a screenshot of the webcam that Mortensen has set up outside the building because I know we're going to talk about buildings tonight. Um, and man, oh, man, uh, even from when you took your last video, um, it's insane how much more is there. And uh, secondly, we know that ASU alum Al Michaels has called the forever iconic hockey moment. Okay. But, you know, don't be surprised. And I hope for him, for him it, it works that uh, Josh becomes the first uh, Cronkite kid to be a hockey voice of an NHL team. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. I, I asked uh, I asked Rob last night when, when we had uh, just a couple minutes at the end of the show to, to, to kind of recap the interview. I said, um, did did uh, Josh say he was 23 or had 23 years of experience? Because <laughs> he, he is poised beyond, beyond his years. And uh, I, I said this last night. I'll say it again. Uh, the first time I met him, I could tell he was different because he uh, was professionally dressed. He was a go-getter. He talked last night about how we went into Coach Power's office and said, hey, I can't do my job unless you talk to me. And uh, I took some stuff away from that, because I started saying, you know what, maybe that's what we need to do, Paul. Uh, These people (laughs) need to talk to us if we're going to do our job. Yeah, well, we 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 can discuss that, but I don't think people want to hear us cry about that. (laughs) <laughs> and we're having some we're having some pretty good fortune with people that are interested in talking to us so i said it's always a good take on a on a podcast when you can't get the guests to quiet down they just want to yeah. go on and on forever and I, i'm looking at my watch and i'm going like okay um we need to control this pretty soon some point we need to control this <laughs> it yep, just goes yep. on and on yeah. so that's a good thing and uh thanks to uh, both leanne and josh for joining us Tonight we're going to talk about that new building in uh, Colorado College. Our own Joe Paisley had a chance to uh, get inside and take a look at it and uh, wrote a short blog and sent a picture or two. And I know he uh, put up a video, video. Yeah. Uh, too, on his, uh, his uh, social page. media site. Yeah. So um, we'll, uh, we'll talk to Joe here in just a couple minutes and get the inside scoop on what's going on at Colorado College. They have ice now. So and, I know. Listen, uh, <laughs> I, I saw the video. It is um, – I, I love that glass stuff at the, the, the concourse level. Yeah, yeah and I, I do too. And, 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 and I'll, like I said, I'll save some of this uh, for, for when Joe comes on about the, you know, the rest of it. But WOW is – I don't know. He, 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 in his blog that he put up t- today that he wrote for us um, for the site – uh, he used the word wow, and I'm not sure that's good enough, but, you know, hey. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's saying the same thing, but we'll ask him in a few minutes. But, I, uh, uh, yeah, the blog goes up tonight. Uh, after the show sometime, we'll have it up so you'll be able to uh, get on there and read it. The first one of Paisley Print. So uh, Long Distance Thoughts has a new companion, Paisley Print now, in our blog department. So go to icetimehockeysw.com 
slash blog, and you can read all of the blogs that have been put up. So, yeah, because it's not hard enough to. It's not. Guys. It's not hard enough to do that as it is. Now I got. I got. Now I get Joe, and I got. And I got to. <laughs> oh, you got to step wow. up your game, my friend. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, you. Uh, um, you know, he's the major league. I'm able. He's the major leagues. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way that goes. Well, I, I, your last blog was fantastic, by the way. So don't sell yourself short on that one. That was uh, unbelievable. It, it depicted exactly what's happened over the past uh, eighteen months or so in college hockey. I don't even so, know if it's the last. It's the last three months almost. Yeah, I know. But I, I don't even uh, want to say eighteen. But if you want to say eighteen, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah, I, I just think it's gone. It's gone back that way. So. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, but uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come back okay. and let's talk to that uh, that guy from Colorado, our own Joe Paisley, in about three minutes. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams, America's number one conference, is back. See every play, every hit, every goal. NCHC.TV, your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on NCHC.TV. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom bill kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. UNLV Rebel Hockey located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Thank you. 
If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from beautiful Long Island, New York. And, uh, Paul, this is uh, this is our NCAA show. This is our staple. This is where it all started. And uh, we're about ready for some hockey here. October 2nd, things kick off uh, for real uh, with uh, uh, UMass Lowell coming to Tempe to play uh, Arizona State. And Colorado College is going to have an exhibition at their brand new Ed Robeson Arena. So, um, no better time to bring on uh, our guest, our uh, our own. Now I can say that our own Joe Paisley uh, from Colorado Springs. Uh, I don't know if we have Joe yet or not. I, I don't see him on the button, but uh, let me see. Well, we here's can... let's let I, I'll I'll well well Joe hits his button there or whatever he's got to do because. I don't pay attention to the technical stuff, although I probably should. Um, <laughs> At some point after three years. <laughs> why? No, it's, uh, no. If, 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 if I did that, you might make me do more work. So I we can't have that. Um, uh, this shouldn't be that hard, NCAA. It, 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 it just shouldn't be. How hard is it to say, yes, Air Force? And I just using Air Force as an example. I don't have any inside knowledge. No one has told me a thing. I'm just using geography. Yes, Air Force, you can go play Colorado College in an exhibition game. So in in a building, how hard is that? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, how it. hard is it? I, I know you can you can solve all their problems in yeah, about an hour or so. Listen, yeah, <laughs> if you're if 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 you're the NCAA, just say, listen, yes, this is a new building, so we understand you want to play a game in there before you play a game that counts, and you'd rather do it against a D1 opponent. That's fine. Uh, I, we don't want every team to come to us every year looking for this waiver, <laughs> but if you're opening up a new building, okay. Uh, I hear you. I, I'm all for it. How hard is this? I, I don't know, but uh, we'll find out for sure because uh, we have our own Joe Paisley joining us right now. Joe, Scott, and Paul with you. Thanks for coming on again on short notice, and thanks for that great blog. It's going to go up tonight, and everybody can read what you saw. Yeah, and, and what I saw was uh, awfully impressive. I mean, you know, you, you've seen video. You, you saw the video on my, my Twitter account, but and I've seen another video before. In fact, there's live cameras that uh, Robeson Arena has put up that fans have put on the local their local Facebook page and everything else. And you know, it looks good. And, you know, it looks good, but once you're inside it, it's just different. I mean, <laughs> photos and videos just don't give you the sense of size. You know, you know, you just you just don't get the feel of what it's like to walk into a, a into an arena, you know, you just don't have that feeling of size that you have with an arena and you don't have, 
and you just don't see how mint everything is. I mean, this is this is a brand new arena. I mean, there's still a lot of chairs that still have the uh, the paper and the plastic coverings on them, you know, yes. uh, especially up on the concourse. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, it was just really impressive. And what I liked about it, and they're not finished with everything, and actually they didn't show us that much. I've seen pictures of the locker room, which I'd love to be able to see I don't know, peek through the door, I guess. I don't know if I'll ever be let in. And that's okay. That's that's their room, you know. But there's some really nice uh, stuff behind the scenes that fans won't even necessarily see that are just really top-notch. And the locker room is gorgeous. Uh, they've got high-end facilities. Uh, the kids are going to be treated really well. They're going to have everything they need to be successful uh, student-athletes by being on campus, you know, a few minutes' walk away from the lecture halls, a few minutes walk away from, you know, all the all important lunch and um, especially before practice and then, uh, you know, weight facilities and everything else. But they also have, you know, like I said, top end hockey facilities at a, at a top end school. It's really a uh, yeah, it's really they're really offering a very complete package that uh, a lot of parents uh, and recruits are should will definitely be taking notice. But yeah, the minute they walk into that arena, once it's up up and running and everything's polished, it's it's going to be very impressive to the recruits, especially those that are looking to go to a smaller school than perhaps some larger ones like a North Dakota or a uh, uh, Minnesota or some some big school like that. Joe, let me ask you a question just based off the video that I saw. It looked like a, a large majority, if not all, of the seats are in that lower bowl. Uh, you were there, so I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the case or not. But if that's the case, that's really, uh, really impressive. Yeah, it is. Most, yeah, the vast majority of the seats are in the single lower bowl. And what's really important about it, I think, is that that well, well, it'll be important for some of our uh, some of our older fans. Unfortunately, it's going to be tough for them. It's a very steep sides, um, right? And that is going to be tough for some of our older fans, but it's also when it comes to creating an atmosphere, those really steep sides right up against it are really going to put a lot of fans right on top of the action. And in fact, uh, even media row after being at world arena, which was a 7,000 seater. And I always <laughs> felt a mile away from the action. It was sort of nice because you could see everything because you could see the whole sheet, the whole Olympic sheet and you could see plays develop. So there was some worth to it, but I've been to other facilities. Like uh, I think probably a good example would be uh, Minnesota state's facility in Mankato where they have the press, where it looks to me like they just sort of cleared out some seatings and put in a press row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you're right on top of the ice. In fact, you almost feel like you got to duck every now and then. You know? <laughs> um, and that's yeah, a good I'm with thing. you on that, my friend. I'm with that's you on a that. Good, it's a good thing because you really feel like you're in it and you get a really great sense for the, uh, the speed and the physicality. And you get, a much, you, know, you get much more of a feel like someone that just dropped down, you know, just plopped down, you know, 60 bucks for a ticket, you know. And thankfully, your media didn't pay, so it's good. Um, but <laughs> really good, really important. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, the, the media. Yeah, I just I just looked along media row there, and I was just like, yeah, we're gonna be so much closer to the ice. Uh, it's gonna be so much more enjoyable uh, for everyone, I think, because you're just gonna be right on top of the ice. And then they've got, I think, they did a really nice job of uh, recognizing history uh, right away. The two suites on the side there, above the press row. Uh, uh, one is the uh, Sena suite, and the other one is the Sertich suite, which is named after Marty Sertich and Peter Sena, the two Hobie Baker winners that CC has. Mm-hmm. And I just really like that little nod uh, to history like that, to be able to name the suites after those folks. Um, hopefully, they'll be 
hopefully they'll get to the spend some time in there at some point. And the suites are really high end too. You're, you're talking about nice kitchen bar settings, um, good seating tables. Uh, you got some nice uh, boxes in the corners for, you know, that uh, I think will be really good places for, yeah, I'm guessing, you know, people visiting the presidents, the ADs, those, you know, those kind of folks, right. You know, the folks, I, yeah. The folks I assume that occasionally wander under press row. <laughs> <laughs> I assume those are above the, 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 that, the, the concourse level there and, and maybe even a little bit above they're all at that level a little bit above the press level right yeah just a little bit though it's not really a whole lot um because in fact as you're walking into press level you're walking on the same upper concourse that the, that ser- serves the suites and serves the you know, kitchen area and everything else it's the same thing and then you just take like three or four steps down and then you're into the press area where they have mm-hmm. a good sized home team radio sec- section they have a good broadcast tv facility they have a decent sized visiting radio booth nice. um there's some you know just some really you know the stuff that you know the stuff that's we actually pretty yeah we care about that's important to people <laughs> who cover the team you know um and i think hopefully by give by having you know higher end by having a good facility for people to work out of then hopefully the fans will get better a uh, better coverage from the people that's that's you know people covering them one hopes but either way, it's it's yeah. I was really happy about it. I joked with uh, Jerry Cross, who's the sports information director at Colorado College, and a uh, really good, really good sports information director. And he and I asked him. I said, "Hey, you know, there was this one chair at World Arena that I sat on. You know, sat on for about eight seasons. <laughs> and um, I was wondering if I could get it because it fits me perfectly now. <laughs> you know, and I don't think anyone else could actually use that seat comfortably anymore. There'd be there'd be there'd be a bump where, you know, they're, they're not built that way. They're not built the same way as me. Right. So after eight years of this, and then it's funny because I remember um, towards the end of that time, the chair was getting pretty old. And I remember sitting down on it at the beginning of one year and the stuffing inside had dried out a little bit. Oh. And this is like September. Yeah. Late September when like one of the first practices. So I like sit down and I can just see like this little sawdust kind of stuff. Um, on the uh, chair legs, you know, like you have the pad right. and then you have the two legs on either side. <laughs> and I just see this like dust, this or- yellowish orange, yeah, this yellowish powder sawdust looking stuff. And I'm like, what's that? <laughs> and then I realized, Don't ask. yeah, then I, re- yeah, I didn't, I tried not to breathe in deeply the rest of the season. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm but, guessing uh, Jerry yeah. gave you a big NO on that one with all the new stuff they have there. Yeah, he said that won't be necessary, uh, <laughs> kind sir. Um, though he did laugh at it because you know we always sort of laughed a little bit because you know, you know, World Arena is a community-funded uh, arena facility, and so they uh, they they watch their pennies and they polish them, and <laughs> you know they do that they do their best. <laughs> and um, I just sort of knew that hey, there's a good chance that seat, that chair is probably still there. Oh yeah, in that one spot in the press box. And if I went over there and I, you know, went to Dot and said, "Hey, Dot Lichick, who's the manager there?" I said, "Hey, Dot, uh, could I have that chair?" She'd be like, "Oh, which one is it?" I'm like, "It's the one over this corner, and it'll be. I guarantee it'll be there. <laughs> it'll be there <laughs> now, just as perfectly formed for my uh, my form." <laughs> now, now listen, Joe, and, and 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 you, you know, I was around it a, a long time ago, um, and and you've been around it. Um, uh, it takes a lot to get a media type to go wow on anything mm. that mm. we tend to be jaded. 
Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, uh, and that's, and it's interesting because, you know, I've been able to see uh, so many new facilities over the years, you know, it, that was part of one of the great, yeah, I was one of the few people that was excited to go to Duluth in January one year. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> because I was getting to see Amsoil Arena for the first time, yeah, you know? Yeah, okay, I and, understand. And I saw that, and I remember because I was there the year before at the deck, the old do, uh, was it Duluth Entertainment and Conference Center? I think and DECC. Convention Center. And Convention Center. Yeah, the Center. DECC, the deck. The deck. I yeah, spent the many deck moons in that hot. deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And chances are the dust that I saw at the top of the lamps uh, the lighting was there when you were there as well. I'm it sure. probably still is. <laughs> yes, I think maybe I'm, I put some of it there, Joe. <laughs> that is entirely possible. Um, Cause I remember taking a picture and I wish I had kept in my phone. I think I may have deleted it at some point, but yeah, it was, you're sitting there in a press and you look over and just look up a little bit, not too much. Don't have to really, you know, not a tough angle for the head. And you can look there and you can see just a cake of dust on there on top of this. Like, you know, no one's going to dust that. I get it. But I was also like, <laughs> Wow. Ever since they started building Amsoil, they really stopped giving a crap. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, good point. You know? <laughs> I, I want to ask you this, Joe. Um, 3407 is official seats. Is that what I saw on your blog? Yeah, that's what I've been. That's that's the number that keeps popping up. They originally were around 3,300, and they managed to f- figure out a way to ske- uh, squeeze okay. a few more seats in. So let me ask you this. In, in this world of bigger is better all the time, um, I think that's about perfect for Colorado College because I think that place will be sold out. I think it'll be loud. I think it'll be a true home ice advantage. Am I right on that? Oh yeah, you're dead on about that. In fact, I'm one of the things I did an article for um, uh, did an article for USA Hockey Magazine about a year ago now. And what I did it was it was sort of it was an article talking about the growth spurt. Um, just so many new buildings going up around college hockey. And how they were being funded, how they were coming about, and why it was happening. And the big why is that a lot of colleges were realizing that their facilities were too big, that they had empty barns, and they were not going to be filling them. And the big one of the reasons is cost. But the other main reason is video streaming has gotten so much better. And if you want to go to the arena, have empty barn, or do you want to stay home where the concessions are a whole lot cheaper... <laughs> and watch and watch a game, you know, watch a game in comfort, even more comfort than normal. Then here, you know, then you can go ahead and watch it on video streaming for, you know, basically less money. You know, you spend what 120 per year for NCHC. Am I guessing right? Uh, somewhere that's around there. Close, but All right. Well, that's that's too, that's too yeah, maybe a little more, but yeah, somewhere around there. Maybe 150. And yeah, either way, the yeah. point I'm making is if that's two or three games admission, right? right? for really great seats or you can say stay home and and make your own nachos you know um i think uh, I'm coming I think... to your house <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if i make the nachos they're not going to be as soggy they're not mm-hmm. going to be the the chips are not going to be as stale uh, you can't replace that yeah i know they'll be they'll be missing that certain character that you get with uh, yes. arena concessions yeah i hear what you're saying yes don't disagree with you but also you know your belly might feel better might feel a little better the next morning too. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, listen, after all the damage I did to my stomach when I was in my twenties <laughs> and thirties, it really doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I was just nerve dead at this point. So yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what now, you're saying. <laughs> now, let me ask this question as we and by the way, I'd rather uh, and I understand 
if I could clone myself and go to all these games, I'd much rather do that. But I'm old, so um, how how much of a difference is it going to make? Because I assume this is NHL size drink, not no longer an Olympic size, correct? Yeah, it's NHL sized. Yes. So uh, now they not only do they have to. Uh, do they get the the advantage of a new building? You almost have to recruit a little bit differently now, don't you? Yeah, you do. I mean, I think I think you're going to be able. You're going to find. Um, yeah, it is a little different. You're gonna you're gonna the uh, one of the things that CC CC tended to be undersized, and they tended to have to focus on having great skaters. And you still have to have great skaters. Right. There's still going to be there's still going to be five eight college hockey players that are going to go out there and be just. Absolute annoying little bastards on the four check, you know, because that's, <laughs> you know, because that's what that's what you got to be, you know, <laughs> right at five eight. Quit yeah. talking about me now. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. that's what we're doing. We're talking about you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, so you'll you'll still see that. But I do think you're gonna be able. To, the trend, of course, now is you know you're seeing more six four, six five, God, six six <laughs> defensemen out there now, and so I think learning on the NHL sheet, learning the game within that smaller frame i think is going to be really helpful for them in developing and and the big thing for them too is i i think uh, in the blog post and the mayot i quoted mayot saying this you know when you got you got you know you got the arena on campus you've got your block plan which is the um their blocks plan it's a schedule where you if they focus on one class at a time right for 18 days so you just hammer in on this one thing for 18 days and then you're done right. um and you move on to the next class he says that that combination will allow the players to be that much more intentional about what they're doing. They'll have a much more uh, rigid schedule that'll let them stay on campus and get everything they need to get done done without worrying about traveling for 40 minutes a day, you know, driving to the old world right. arena, that kind of thing. All the, all this, the NHL sheet is definitely going to help them prepare for that next level. Cause they're all dreaming of course of playing in the NHL. Even, even the five, a guy thinks he's got right. a shot, you know, of course. How, how can you not? Right. Right. But they're going to keep working at it. And so, yeah, I think, I, I think you're going to see a little different players and you're going to see, you're going to see that. Yeah. You're definitely going to see just slightly different, more player, a little bigger guys. I mean, I think the one thing that, um, what, what I think it was interesting about, you know, Mike Havlin, who was a pro coach. He always had played on the NHL size sheets. He coached on the NHL size sheets. And one of the first things he had to do was adjust to Olympic to Olympic style sheet. And that meant dumping off the boards a whole lot more and using the space as much as possible. And you could see the difference. I mean, it really did make a difference to those NHL-sized, comfortable teams when they suddenly had, you know, a few more feet to cover on either side, you know, and a little bit deeper. So it did make a difference. I think, yeah, you're going to see slightly different players. But really the most important thing is I think they're going to have an opportunity to to snag some of the higher-end recruits because the facility is no longer going to be a borderline detriment. Honestly, you know, the, the old world arena, they had to paint the, uh, you had purple seats everywhere. It just never looked <laughs> like your home. It just never looked like your home right. ice, you know? Right. Um, when I think one of the first years Havlin was coaching, he, CC actually paid to paint the hallway, uh, around the locker room in the coach's offices gray with a, um, well, it was already gray, excuse me, but then they put in a black and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, lovely, you know, lovely behind arena gray, the usual color, right? Yep. But then they put in black and, you know, black and gold striping. And they put up CC, you know, some pictures of, you know, former CC greats just to sort of make it look more like their space, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and CC had to pay for that. And they were happy to do it because they really realized that not having your own home and having to not feel like your own home just makes a massive difference. And I think that is going to pay off, I think, with Robeson as well. I think it's just really, really, you know, the, the hyperbole is game changer, but there's there's really no overstating that. There really isn't. Um, and they don't have to I go back and forth between sizes of ranks, too, when they play teams on the road. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think um, St. Cloud State, I think, is uh, is has got an Olympic sheet because they're uh, at the National Hockey Center. I believe they're probably going to be the only Olympic sheet they're going to skate on. Um Hardly ever, frankly. Um, yeah. Can't think of anyone else at the top of my head. I want to say Anchorage or Fairbanks, but I could be wrong. And I think there's a team back east, maybe Clarkson, that's Olympic-sized. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'd have to go look that up. But anyway, um, yeah, okay. it's, it's just not it's not happening anymore um, because uh, NHL sheet's just the way to go. And like I said, with those steep sides, it's just, yeah, it's just going to be so, so much more fun, I think, for the fans. And and that's good because the ticket prices are going to go up. Let's not lie about that either. So, <laughs> let's yeah, sure let's not lie about that. I mean, that's... Yeah, let's not fib about that. No, yeah, CC may not, you know, I'm not on CC's payroll, so I can say that comfortably. <laughs> say, yeah, it's going to be more expensive, but that's okay because I think there's a chance here that the product is, the game's, the entertainment value is going to be that much higher because you're going to be right on top of the action. And well, there's not, there is, you know, and they'll, <laughs> another horrible cliche, but a true one. There's no bad seats in the house. There really isn't. <laughs> Um, cause you're just right on top of everything. And they got the nice lower concourse right above the lower bowl. It's got some nice room to it. Um, you got those wonderful, all that natural light coming in. Love uh, that. Love yeah, that. Looks really good. Reminds me a bit of Omaha's, is it Omaha? No, I'm sorry. Miami's, um, practice rink. They have an Olympic size sheet to one side of their, the at the Goggin center, Goggin, Goggin center. And they have an Olympic size sheet over there, um, and they have a wonderful row of natural light coming in. And um, it's yeah, that's arguably the best looking practice rink I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and the practice rink at Omaha is a close second, actually. Right. So, um, and that's also another brand spanking new building as well that uh, still had a nice new arena smell to it when I visited it a few years ago. So. Okay, so yeah. Joe, here's here's my next mm-hmm. question for you. Uh, October second still has a TBA by who they're going to play. <laughs> I, I heard this crazy rumor that it's going to be uh, Michigan. <laughs> no chance. Well, no chance. Uh, I, you know, the, 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 I would love it. I think that'd be great. Oh, so I, would I. That'd be Change fantastic. of plans. I'll be there. <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. Oh boy, yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. Wow. That would be fun. Wouldn't to that see. be funny if they just pulled that off, though? And all of a that they would said, be fantastic. If they we got a waiver off. for an oh, exhibition. It'll be Michigan. <laughs> yeah, there'll actually the be more. Is... There'd be more NHL talent and at Robeson Arena that night than there would be probably up at the uh, up in the the Budweiser Event Center. In <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You know, more more NHL ready oh. guys right there. You know, with with that oh, Michigan team. Holy smokes! Oh, oh yeah, if, I... yeah. If CC wants to get popped in the mouth, that'd be a great idea. You know? Oh, right out of the gate. Holy smokes. <laughs> but, you know, he obviously has connections. Uh, maybe. <laughs> He's got the cell phone number. I have the coach there, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That that would be great. That would be that would be great. I hope it happens. But the unfortunate yeah. thing is the NCAA is involved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, what is taking so? This is ridiculous. I don't what, know. I understand I don't it's know. the NCAA, but come yeah. on. 
I know. It'd be, yeah, I agree. They really need to, yeah, I think they're probably doing one of the classic, well, if we do it for you, we'll have to do it for everybody well, things. It's th and... But that's easy, Joe. I don't know if you heard me before you came on. It's a, mm -hmm. They're opening up a new building. Uh, they don't want to oh, play yeah. Little Sisters of the Poor. Um, if, if, if that's what you want the waiver for, we'll grant that. And heads up to all you other teams. If you're opening up a building, that's fine. Otherwise, don't bother. That's that, what's wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it, but you know, we're, we're, we're talking about the NCAA nothing makes sense. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't smokes. make sense ever. And I think, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, that would be great. I would love for it to happen. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to see them play anybody. Maybe not the, the sisters of the of the poor JV or whatever, <laughs> but um, yeah, they got to play somebody besides themselves, you know, so that they're more prepared for St. Lawrence out of the gate. Because there's, I mean, you got new systems, you got a new coaching staff, you got a lot of new players. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, they really need an exhibition game, and it's unfortunate that Canadian teams can't come down, but that is the way it is. Um, I'll say, yeah, I got I one more hoping. detail for you. Uh, sure, go ahead. Out there. Um, yeah, sure. So you saw the ice. I saw the ice in your picture, but mm -hmm. um, how, how soon until the guys are actually on there? I don't want to throw away everything in your blog, but um, oh, sure. but but how soon until the guys actually get on that surface? Because uh, it's not going to be tomorrow, right? No, no. In fact, it'll probably be closer to early to mid-September is my guess, because one thing Mayotte said that he wanted to, um, wanted to, wanted to be done. He wanted them to be able to walk in and, and see everything finished and perfect and, and know that's theirs. That's, you know, it's sort of like moving, you know, it's sort of like getting that brand new car at all. It just, oh, you just love that car. Everything's new and, or it's new to you. And it just all looks great. Same kind of feeling. It's just like, it's yours, you know? And he wants that feeling. He wants it to be the team to feel like it's their home and they can move in and put, you know, fill up, you know, put their stuff in the locker and claim it, you know, and it's theirs. Um, so yeah, there'll be a little bit of time. I'm, I'm guessing, let's see, September 17th is uh, Friday. September 17th is when they're having a special uh, opening for season ticket holders. Um, then the next day on the 18th at 1 p.m. is the official ribbon cutting ceremony. Um, I've been invited to that, so I'll be there for that. Uh, probably do a blog post off of that as well at the time. Hey, come on, get, 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 you, so. you're putting a pressure on me now, Joe. I mean, this is uh, I can't step up his game. I go, This <laughs> oh, is dude, you, this you, is just just write about Lindenwood. I mean, just oh, off, really? You know? I could do that? Just, no, yeah, write no, about or just no. go off about Lindenwood because you know, I have no idea what's going on with them, so go for it. <laughs> Neither does anybody, I don't even know if they know. But well, holy yeah. geez. well there, there's a there's a topic for you right there. Go for it. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about that on this show. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. So that's coming up in mid September, and but yeah, they'll probably be in there. Probably, I would guess earlier in the week, because you know, it, uh, as anyone who's had anything done at their house, <laughs> things don't go as scheduled, <laughs> you know. So they might. So I think they're probably thinking earlier that week to give the guys a chance to uh, to move in and skate around and. Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting. I'm curious to find out who the first person will get to skate on that ice. I think it'll be really interesting to see. Um, I'm hopeful. Uh, I imagine Robes, uh, Ed Robeson will come up, and and if he is, if he's still, yeah, I don't, I don't know what how he is. He's an older gentleman, so I don't know if he can skate anymore or not. Or if not, he should certainly try. It should um, be his family, know. though, right? Yeah, maybe his family. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe with the family. Maybe the family can help him out a little bit if he can't skate around so well anymore. But who knows? He probably skates better than me. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, I know he skates better than I do. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he'll be fine. But yeah, I think hopefully, yeah, hopefully he'll be up for that. Get the get the honor of getting to skate around for the first time. And you know, I think there's just a lot of. Uh, I know they've done some tours with CC alumni, and they've put had him put the hard hats on so they could go wandering around and wander around a little more behind the scenes and see everything that's coming up. And and the alum the alumni have just really responded to it as well. So. This this whole thing has just been um, just really a important important uh, milestone for this program. And really, yeah, really right up there with the Broadmoor Ice Palace and the fact that they were able to play. That the fact that they were able to survive by by uh, competing, holding their games at Air Force um, while the World Arena was being built. All these things that you got to remember. This program nearly died about that point. You know, they didn't have a sheet, and Air Force sort of helped them out by providing a facility for them to play at. I mean, they gave him like, you know, those really sweet 2 p.m. Sunday yes, you know, nice. game starts and stuff like that. But, you know, what are you going to do? But either way, they played and they did it and they, and they survived and they and they stumbled, you know, and they got this, you know, got coach, you know, Don Lucia to come in and he just jump-started that program. Uh, obviously, they're hoping for history to repeat itself with another young man uh, coming in about that age to uh, jump-start the program and Chris Mayotte. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> the NCHC is going is um, well. You know they'll find out soon enough once the NCHC teams come into town. <laughs> where yeah, they, it, where they really stack up? Uh, listen, the the as you know, you can finish fifth or sixth in that conference and just be uh, and get overlooked because uh, those usually those t- the top three are pretty much there every year. And the fourth team kind of rotates, but uh, um, like I say, you can be fifth or sixth in that league and and still be pretty darn good. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think the big thing too is you know if you're in fourth place in the NCHC, you're right on the bubble. You're that thirteen to seventeen, thirteen to eighteen range in the pairwise, and that's when it gets tricky because you'll have automatic qualifiers that could can bump you out. So sometimes it will be three from the NCHC, but sometimes there'll be four and maybe. Maybe they'll flirt with five. Sometimes if, if there's an NCHC team that ends up uh, surprising people and getting the automatic qualifier, say someone who's in fifth or sixth place sort of gets on a run and manages to win win the frozen faceoff, then, yeah, that could really uh, upset the apple cart for a lot of people. But that's why those in, that's why those non-conference games are so important for NCHC teams. They need yeah. to have a winning record. They need to, they need to get up through non-conference and get some quality wins. And be above 500, if not a little bit better, closer to you know, closer to you know, 600. Really, you know, get six, you know, be six and four, or some, you know, six three and one, or six two and two, or whatever. Something a nice strong non-conference record against quality opponents, because that pair those pairwise points will they'll make a they'll make a massive difference for you, especially when you're on the bubble. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't think I don't think I'm going to have to worry about the pairwise too much. Um, this very first year for CC, and that's just no, nothing against nothing against Mayotte or it's anybody. Just a but fact. It's just, it's just, yeah, you just, it's just the way it is. Um, I mean, and mm-hmm. and by the way, there's only I'm correct me if I'm wrong, and you would know better than I would because you do research and I just wing it. Um, there's only been one year where they've had as few as three teams since the conference started, right? Uh, that sounds right to me off the top of my head. Yeah, that sounds correct. Um, and I do think they were flirting with five one year too, if I'm remembering correctly, but. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, it's just. Uh, and yeah, I think I recall one year in the final year, and this is WCHA. The final year, of the WCHA for, was was CC was involved, right? I should say, 
Um, you know, it, it ended up being Wisconsin and CC in the title game because those are the two teams that had to win to uh, get the automatic qualifier to make the tournament. <laughs> um, and that was the last time that CC came that close to uh, making the NCAA tournament was losing in the uh, losing in that final five championship game. Um, can't remember what year it was. I'd have to look it up. But Joe Howe was Joe Howe, who's now an assistant coach at Yale, actually. Um, he uh, he was the netminder for that one as well. So that was that was a that was a really magical tournament run for them as well. They managed to uh, knock off Anchorage in the play-in game and then knocked off Minnesota. Shut out Minnesota actually. Joe House shut them out. One beat them two to zero, beat Minnesota two to zero, and in Saint in Saint Paul, and uh, managed to make it to the uh, make it within one game of making the NCAA tournament. So and actually the way their record was, they would have had the one the national title to finish with a five hundred record. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been something, huh? That would have been, yeah. That would have been like a pretty, yeah, pretty impressive uh, 500 record when you got an NCA title marked marked with it as well. But you know, and they made a go of it. They did. That was a heck of a tournament run for them. They won. They won this. Won the playoff series and made it to the tournament and made a nice Joe, little run. Joe, let me ask you this uh, before we let you go. Um, the, uh, the the captains have been announced for a lot of teams, uh, ASU mm-hmm. included. And has there been any word or, or announcement yet at Colorado College or that that I've maybe missed and you've heard of? No, they haven't made that announcement. And I and I think a lot like when Haviland took over, they're going to wait a little bit and spend a little more time, as much time as they can with the team. Uh, there's only so much time they can spend under NSA rules, as you know. So they're going to be they're, – they're waiting a little bit on that, I think. I think it'll probably be – in fact, it would not surprise me. This is my – I'll make this bold prediction. On September 17th, when the season ticket holders are there, I suspect the – CC leadership, the kids, the captains and the alternate captains will probably be there to talk to the, the season ticket holders. That's my guess. And that might even be when they announce it. That wouldn't surprise me at all because they want to be building a lot of energy for the season ticket holder ceremony, but also for the ribbon cutting ceremony the next night, next day. So I think it's all going to come out about that time, probably mid-September would be my guess, just from a my understanding how they like to do marketing. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Though. Well, it's and they don't my, have a lot of seniors either. <laughs> no, they do not. They do not. By my uh, calendar, it is the twenty uh, fourth of August, and um, less than a month from now, we're going to be uh, at the XL Center for uh, NCHC Media Day, and I think that's going to be a whole lot of fun, uh, especially after what we've gone through the last eighteen months. So, looking <laughs> forward to that. Looking forward to uh, to getting all your good stuff coming in October. Um, Paul's a little jealous that you're able to just hop on a plane that quickly and get to, to Minnesota at a, a oh reasonable airfare. Uh, he's talking about flying like eight hours to go from New York. To <laughs> it's, it's nuts. It is yeah. absolutely insane. It's not, it's not New York to, um, I don't know, uh, Moscow, Idaho. <laughs> it's minneapolis yeah that's crazy really that is uh, that is that surprising show there are wow. flights i'm sitting there and i'm looking at it well it's a 14 hour flight because you have to stop in orlando or atlanta <laughs> or charlotte i'm like wait what <laughs> how that is just nuts how in the in, in the name of anything that you consider holy <laughs> Can you have a nonstop flight from Charlotte to Minneapolis? And this is not to knock Charlotte. I mean, I, I'm just throwing names out there again. Sure, sure. But I can't get it. it, it it's not like you're telling me I got to stop in Chicago. 
It's not like you're telling me I got to stop in Cincinnati. You're telling me I got to go to Charlotte. Wow. Are you kidding? A little out of the way. A little out of the way. A little Just bit a out little. of the way there. Just a little out of the way. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. When you're talking about the eight hours, I just thought of myself said, yeah, that's, that's, that's as long as it takes to fly from Denver to Reykjavik, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Are you? I'm not kidding. That, that is an eight-hour flight. It's an eight-hour flight from Denver to Reykjavik on Iceland Air. I took that flight, and I was like, wow, eight hours. That's, that's amazing. You think about it, eight hours, I'm in Iceland. Good Lord. Um, and then, But, yeah, in eight hours, you're in Charlotte. So, hey, you know. <laughs> I, 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 you got it just there you go. <laughs> that is, I, that I is can, crazy. Yeah. I can go to Hawaii in less than eight hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but, like you, it, yeah. <laughs> but you can't be at the XL Energy Center for NCHC Media Day in Hawaii. Michael, I'm sorry, well, Michael you know, Weissman. <laughs> we love you, but if I have a choice, and I really don't, but if there actually was a choice between the XL Energy uh, Center and and Hawaii, <laughs> you could figure that one out. Yeah, I think that's I think that's why God created Zoom, I believe, was so that you could uh, you could follow the media day from Hawaii if need be. Yes. Let's get working on do. that, Scott. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, good see one. what we can do. See what you can do uh, on that one. Yeah. Get, see, get those get that University of Hawaii hockey team started up, could you? I'm ready. <laughs> that would be a road trip. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And everybody be looking to make that road trip. <laughs> they would never have a problem filling their holiday holiday tournament field, that's no. for sure. Never a problem there. The Christmas tourney right out there in Honolulu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Joe, thanks so much for jumping on again last minute. Thanks so much for the blog piece. It goes up tonight. Uh, We'll have it up, and uh, everybody will get a chance to read. I know it's your shortest one of the year, (laughs) but but still, there's so much information in there. And I'm going to tease it by saying there's a one word uh, that you used at the very beginning uh, to describe Ropes and Arena, and I think – Paul said it wasn't a big enough word, but I think the word has a ton of impact. Well, since we're on the podcast, and I can see, you know, I still have the old habit of not using certain words when I write articles, you know, for obvious <laughs> reasons, right? And the word I used in the article, we'll, we'll, we'll have to find out. But the word, I, the word, the real word that first popped in my head was actually two words. Holy two words. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, exactly. Holy exactly. Because I'm walking, I'm like, oh, holy shit. It's really as, it looks really, it's even better than I expected, you know, because I, like I've mentioned Minnesota State Mankato. I remember when I was there for a, uh, it was a game three of a playoff series. Um, CC got swept in North Dakota. And instead of hanging out in Grand Forks for another day, um, I decided to just go ahead and drive back to Minneapolis a little bit early, you know. Um, I think it was a one versus eight seed. So I thought, yeah, this could be over in two days. So maybe I'll uh, you know, give myself <laughs> a day to travel back to Minneapolis. Right. So I did that driving back and realized, Hey, there's a game three of a playoff series. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen the new, uh, you know, the, the, the CC, you know, the old CCHA. I haven't seen, you know, I haven't seen the, seen these teams in a long time. Never actually seen Lake Superior state play yet. You know, never seen them in person. So I'm like, it's on the way. So why not? So I head on down there. And uh, go there, and uh, Tom Nelson, he's not there anymore, uh, retired, I believe. Uh, he takes some time. And he's, this is right before a game. He takes all this time, and he shows me all the new, all the improvements they put in, you know, um, all the behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, he's just giving me the grand tour, and I'm just like, oh, this is cool, great. But I'm sort of like, what? Why are you doing this? This is why you take notes right here. Whenever you have a weird <laughs> opportunity like this, right. three days later, 
suddenly the NC, suddenly Mankato is really suddenly a, a hot and bothered. Suddenly everyone's really hot and bothered about the possibility of Mankato joining the NCHC. Obviously that didn't happen. Right. But I had a whole notebook full of notes and pictures on my phone of what Mankato's facility looked like. So when people ask me if they had the facility, I'm like, here's a, here's a video. <laughs> yeah, here it is, right? Here's a video of the facility. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's a fine facility. I think, um, I think CC's right now is a little better, uh, just cause it's brand spanking new. I'd love to go back to Mankato to see what they're doing, but it looks like they've, looks like everyone's doing a really good job of trying to keep up with the Joneses. I see every picture I see has, you know, new, you know, better lighting. The locker rooms are just, <laughs> well, well, guess Thank who's God coming no along? Scratch and, and sniff. Mm-hmm. Guess who's coming along in twelve months, and uh, they're they're making theirs uh, as uh, as top notch as you can get to, and that's Arizona State. So we mm. had a chance to uh, or I go over the parking garage every first week of the month and take right. pictures and video. But uh, Paul said there were some today from uh, the actual builder's camera. Uh, mm. which was pretty cool. So Smart. yeah, that'll, that'll be fun too. And then um, let's just say it right now. How about we take Arizona state and Mankato state, put them in the NCHC and have a 10 team. They would <laughs> fit in nice. They would fit in real nicely. They'd oh, would they ever? Nicely. Would they, would they ever? Nicely. Yeah. And Nobody's Mankato talking be... about conference realignment now anyway. Don't even. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Well, when I win power, when I win the Powerball, we'll have, we'll figure out where all the independents go and create the, uh, the new, the new look CCHA. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Have yeah, the, no. the two, two, <laughs> what, Long Island, Lindenwood. Lind- what? Lindenwood? Lindenwood? What? Here we go again. Maybe. Here we go again. <laughs> the two Alaska schools. Lind- yeah. I, I, yeah. I just, I just want the frequent flyer miles is all. I, I well, that, you that, get them in that league. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you one quick story uh, sure. of the uh, the trip that I took to Mankato last year. Um, I was talking to Coach Hastings, and and then I was talking to uh, Paul Allen, their SID, and uh, mm-hmm. I said to Paul, I said, so what was it like when, when Coach Hastings came in? Because he can be kind of intense. He said, you know, the first thing I remember is he got on the ice, and he, he said, who's in charge of the ice? And uh, <laughs> they, they've got the guy, the facility <laughs> manager, and he said, it's got to be 10 degrees colder in here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was my case teams that got it, got it colder uh, in, in the building. And I'll tell you, I was there uh, for their playoff series this year against, mm-hmm. um, well, it was the, the whole tournament, the whatever they were calling it at that point. But um, yeah, I was there and it was really, really cold in that building. <laughs> and that's yeah. a pretty big building, uh, yeah. spacious, you know, <laughs> And right, uh, right. so, yeah, that was Mike Hastings. He wanted it colder. And uh, and we had Todd Burgess on who played for him last year. And, and he said <laughs> the same thing. He goes, yeah, Coach Hastings likes it cold. <laughs> <laughs> Sets the tone right away there with that, you know, that conversation, didn't he? Uh, yeah, for sure. Right away. Paul uh, Allen, yes, it was Paul Allen that showed me around. Not Tom. Tom Nelson was the uh, St. Cloud State SID. I got my, I got my SIDs confused. Yeah, That's Paul Allen's the one that showed me around, right? Yeah, right. Paul's a great guy. He's yeah, been yeah, really good for us too. So yeah, he's yeah, yeah. I haven't run, I haven't had any. Uh, I've never run across a sports information director who hasn't been hasn't been really good. You know, I just want to say that they've all they all they work their guts out too. They work really hard. Oh, it's a thankless job. There's it no is. doubt about it. it. Is, oh, yeah. Really, yeah, because because then you got a new head coach coming in screaming, "I want it ten degrees colder." You know, right out of the gate. You know. <laughs> You, usually like, usually they scream now about me saying like, "Hey, we're doing this uh, live show on Sunday nights. Uh, who can we get after a big weekend?" <laughs> and they're like, "Sunday night? I'd like to, yeah, I'd like, exactly. to I'd like to say hello to my wife." <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? 
and I Why tell them to do that. I tell them only Crazy 15 talk. minutes and then they stay for 45. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Cause once you get them talking hockey, <laughs> forget about yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Well, the only guy, the only guy that doesn't do that is, is uh coach Saratori. He's pretty quiet. You can't <laughs> yeah. get him to say anything. <laughs> no, Frank, if you're listening, oh, that's man, Paul Frank. Hornstein that's saying that for you. <laughs> oh, listen. Hey, Goomba, I don't care. We love Coach Saratori. Oh. It was it was inter it was a term of endearment. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. No, I'm all right, really, looking, really looking forward to keeping track of Air Force hockey. Thanks to Frank, no question about that. That's a real perk of the job. Real <laughs> Absolutely, perk right there. Well, let us know if you hear something about uh, Denver. I've been reaching out to them to try to get something. They are the most secretive group right now. Um, <laughs> uh, and and you know uh, they're great. Sid. Who am I? Who am I thinking about that just left? Um, Nico. Um, no, no, before no. Nico. Um, oh, who was not Nico? It was uh, ah, darn was it. he uh, son of the blank. assistant coach at Dallas? Uh, no, no, no um, different guy. Oh, yeah, jeez. Mm. Anyway, I'll come yeah, up with it. But anyway, he yeah. was so good to us, and now it's like I'm trying to prod my way back in there. But anything you find out from Denver, let us know because uh, I think they got a lot of talent that are going to surprise some people that maybe took them for granted last year. Yeah, I think a lot of people are are overlooking them, and that's a real mistake. <laughs> that's a real mistake right yeah, out of the sure. gate, for sure. Um, yeah, you should reach out to, uh, let's see, it's a Let's Go DU Hockey is a um, is a pretty good uh, website to follow if you're a DU fan. And they have some writers there, I think, that might be interested in coming on your podcast and talking about talking about the Pioneers, if you want to hear it straight from uh, them. Good too. stuff. Good I'd, stuff. I'd reach out to them. But yeah, look for Let's Go DU on, on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, there's got plenty of people there I think would be willing to come on and talk to you about uh, the Pioneers. And that would be good for all of us to listen and find out uh, about, the, that, about that team because they're going to be good. They're going to yeah, be good. Yeah, no without a doubt. For sure. All right, Joe, thanks for uh, jumping on. The, the blog goes up tonight uh, to see the first look inside Robeson. And mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate your work. Can't wait to uh, see you in person when we get to the NCHC. Maybe I'll get through there sooner, but – Boy, that's sneaking up on us quickly. So yeah, it's just a couple days before the ribbon cutting ceremony. It's one of the reasons I'm uh, taking that short flight back to Denver from Minneapolis right away. So yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Paul. Hope I you enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, Talk to you guys later. Directed. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. That's Joe Paisley, our own. Look for the Paisley print blog coming up tonight and. Uh, all season long, as Joe's going to do some great stuff for us. We know it already. Uh, Paul and I are going to take one quick break, and we're going to come back and wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Ask any hockey player in the desert Southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Thrilled to have you with us. 
nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And our thanks to Joe Paisley, our own Joe Paisley, who uh, stepped in tonight and told us a little bit more about his trip to uh, Robeson, Ed Robeson Arena, the new uh, on-campus facility at Colorado College, and the blog will be up tonight. You won't want to miss it. Uh, Joe, uh, a great insider, and is going to do a great job for us all season long. I have no doubt. Uh, Paul, you know the drill. Uh, I know we're running late, but I always like to get uh, your comments on what you heard from Joe. Well, what do you – I mean, listen, it's always nice to have somebody on here that knows what they're talking about. It's not like <laughs> us. Good point. I mean, uh, I, mean I don't really – I don't know if I could put it any simpler than that, right? I mean, uh, he's got I, – I, Well, hold on a minute because uh, all the places that Joe has been, all the arenas that he's been to and seen, and for him still uh, to walk into a new building and uh, use one word, and we're not going to say it because it's coming up on the blog, uh, but he used one word. Uh, he said because on the podcast he could use two. But the one word he used in print uh, was was pretty impressive for somebody that's seen a ton of buildings uh, over the years. Oh well, listen. I mean, I'm sure that they looked over when they were had the architects in with the with the you know with uh, the the previous coaching staff and the athletic director and and the various people that helped make those decisions, I am sure they went over every nook and cranny of maximizing uh, the space in that building coming up. I mean, it just, it would, I, I can't imagine they would do it any other way. Well, and I was, I was glad to hear this. Both Chris Mayotte and uh, Joe told us now that um, those that lower bowl, those are steep seats, and they're done for a reason. Coach Mayotte told us that it was done on purpose to make it as steep as they could, uh, allowable, just to of get course. the fans right on top of you. And that's something that you don't see in a lot of arenas. So I'm excited to see that. I also think uh, just by the footprint I'm seeing at Arizona State that theirs is going to be very, very similar uh, with about, I don't know, double the seats. Uh, but I think um, – mm. It'd be very similar. It's about five thousand, right? Five to six thousand. Yeah, it's about. It's it's. Uh, I I think it's about. It's. I don't think it's more than five. Uh, I know they did come out and say that the student section will be nine hundred and forty-two seats. Okay. And it's cool. going to be behind one of the goals. I'm not sure exactly. Um, I, I I think behind the the goal that ASU sh- shoots at. I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure which one. Whether it's the one that they shoot behind once or twice. But it'll be behind one of the goals, and um, then the number nine four two is not an accident. 
No, um, absolutely not. But that's cool. Uh, I like that. Yeah. I like it. Um, so, and that still gives you about 4,000 seats to sell. And we all know this. The same thing will happen at CC. They're not going to be worried about selling tickets the first couple of years of the building. Yeah, never are. Never are. You know, no, so uh, that's okay. not going to be an issue. So I teased uh, earlier that this was going to be about captains, schedules, what's going on off the ice. But when we had a chance to get Joe, who had just been inside the building, uh, we had to do it. So we will move that to another uh, another show. But uh, we still I got wanna, time. I, I, I want to get this in. This is NCAA-related. Yeah. Yes. And we don't – we just because we don't have the personnel – um, don't talk a lot about women's hockey on this program. I know we had uh, Lindsay Ellis on a couple of weeks ago on uh, the Wednesday night uh, club hockey Southwest weekly. But um, right now the women's world championships are going on and there's a bunch of uh, players on the U S team that either played college hockey or are playing college hockey right now. Or well, when the season and, and Paul, anyway. there's a bunch of them that spent um, a, a March here about, year and a half ago, right before the pandemic, right on Oceanside ice. Yeah. And I, I just, you know, it is unbelievable. If you want to get an idea of how dominant uh, the, the Soviet hockey teams were in the late sixties and, 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 and the seventies, watch any of these games that involve the U S or Canada. I mean, Holy smokes! Uh, the, the the in in the three games the U.S. has played so far, the most they've given up is eleven shots. Eleven. Yeah, I hear eleven. You. Okay, uh, and the, the Canadian team hasn't given up much more. It is. It's insane. You know, a couple of years ago, Finland uh, won the silver medal in the world championships in their games. And I'm 99% sure they upset Canada in the semifinals and came within a referee's discretionary call of beating the U.S. in the gold medal game. And, and, and I'm sitting there, and I was, I'm watching this tournament now, and I'm looking at the talent difference. I'm sitting there like, holy smokes! If 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 Finland had actually won that game against the U.S., first of all, the the game beating Canada was 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 probably the equivalent, if not more, than the miracle on ice in Lake Placid. Forget about beating both teams. It is. It is. It is eye-opening to watch. Absolutely. Eye-opening. Absolutely. Ten I'm, shots. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that is, uh, that's incredible. And, uh, uh, you know, it's. Uh, and I, I know you haven't had a ch- as much of a chance to watch any of it as I have for various reasons, including time differences. But it's, it is eye-opening. And they're going to play each other on, on Thursday, the U.S. and Canada. In, in the U.S. hasn't given up a goal yet. <laughs> no, it's insane. It okay, is insane. And, and we all, or at least those of us in North America, uh, are 
and I would assume anybody in the in in the women's hockey world is is if is expecting a, a gold U.S. Canada gold medal game, but I almost think that that game on Thursday it, it'll just be an extension of. Uh, I mean, it's just you want to talk about rivalry games. You want to talk yeah. about not wanting to give an inch to the other team because you might and probably will meet them in the finals to win the championship. You want to talk about intense. That might be more intense because of the history and because they have played each other so much for championships. I always talk about the 96 World Cup where the U.S. beat Canada in the best of three as being the most intense hockey I've ever seen. This is right there. This When those two, when, when, when the U.S. women and the Canadian women play, I don't care if it's an exhibition. It's right there. <laughs> I, I hear you. Well, we're uh, about at our end of our uh, time allotment, so I will let you take it away, and we will say goodnight for another College Hockey Southwest Weekly Podcast. From the college uh, from the college hockey studios. From the Summer Skates Studios, College Hockey Southwest Weekly has been brought to you by Behind the Mask and its three valley locations in line or on ice. We are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. By Summer Skates. Play on the ice is heating up, especially at the Women's World Championships. So is the weather, even though it's late August. Makes it more important to keep those drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner to get yours. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table. The place in the East Valley for great taste, great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Buy M-Drive, help for your immune system building lean muscle mass, and making it through the day without that afternoon crash. Go to mdriveformen.com and see how our high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue, three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award for Best in Barbecue. Stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or whenever you're attending the next big event at Allegiant Stadium. Boost Mobile, you choose... You save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 per month. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it, and NCHC.tv has you covered. Go to NCHC.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store. Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done as usual, my friend. We will say uh, a good night tonight, and we'll thank Joe Paisley, our own Joe Paisley. Uh, Look for the Paisley print uh, blog. That's uh, his old column. 
that he used to have, and he wanted to keep that name. So Paisley Print is what it is. Uh, okay. right, along, right alongside Long Distance Thoughts by our own Paul Hornstein as well. Uh, get there, look at icetimehockeysw.com slash blog, and check it out, the new uh, latest blog on the new Ed Robeson Arena at Colorado College. Until next week, until Sunday night, I should say, Paul and I will join you with College Hockey Southwest Live. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.